Microphone checker. Welcome back to another episode of the Premium P Show. Shouts to everybody who checked out last week's episode with the one and only, the legendary graffiti artist, worldwide graffiti artist, designer, Stash. Man, let me tell you, that was Stash's first podcast ever. He doesn't talk like that. He's not really into, you know, talking about his journey and not realizing how impressive, how many collaborations. We go through everything from his store recon opening and closing to his collaborations with Nike, with Reebok, with Bape, with Fatora, going to art museums with Keith Haring, uh, was involved with, you know, and Basquiat. Listen, internets, the Stash episode is official. And one thing I like about it is it's another mixture of the Premium Pete Show. It's not just one thing. You know, we're not just sitting down uh, with one, you know, type of people. We're sitting down with artists. We're sitting down with athletes, entrepreneurs, graffiti artists, producers. Uh, you know, there's a couple of uh, crazy uh, stories, too. Internet, you never know what you're going to hear on the Premium Pete Show. So what I need you to do is open up your Twitter app, open up your Instagram app, and check the fuck in. Let me know where you're listening from. Some people are checking in from Jacksonville, and then some people are checking in from Chicago. Had somebody check in the other day from Zimbabwe. You know that, Benson? Zimbabwe, you familiar with it? Okay. Internet's listening to the Premium P Show International. I got nothing but love for you. A lot of people say, yo, Pete, man, I really appreciate the gems I've learned over the years. They talk about uh, not only just my show, they talk about the Combat Jack Show. Rest in peace to our brother Combat Jack. Okay? We're never going to forget Combat Jack Show forever. But more importantly, we also think about people worldwide say, hey, I appreciate it. Thank you. What can I do for you? Okay. So go to YouTube, subscribe. Go to iTunes. Go to Spotify. Wherever you listen to podcasts, go and subscribe. Okay. Go and rate. Go and leave a comment. Okay. And YouTube, like I said, we've been really starting to mess with YouTube. Check it out. Subscribe. There's a bunch of full videos, clips of different episodes. If you're a person who likes the video aspect, you know, check it out, man. The Pistol Pete episode is, is on fire. There's so many other ones. The Pharaoh Monch one is doing well. There's a catalog. Internets, dig into the catalog, okay? And tell a friend to tell a friend, you know? And, I, and you know, usually Pastor Pete is around. You know, uh, and I'm going to say, listen, the simple Pastor Pete today, the other day I put on my Instagram, at Premium Pete, and Twitter, at Premium Pete, I put, uh, never stop believing in you. I say that a lot, but it's very simple. It should be a daily reminder. You know, there's bumps in this road, man. Sometimes it's not as easy to make shit happen and turn your dreams into uh, reality. It, it's not easy, or else everybody would be doing it. But never stop believing in you, okay? Sometimes there may be times where you want to give up. Or you don't want to pursue your dreams. Or you think it ain't worth it. Okay. Well, one day, if you keep on pushing, I promise you, uh, you'll be exactly where you need to be. Internets, on this week's episode, man, I sit down with a longtime friend, my paisan, the one and only Joe LaPuma. Okay? Joe LaPuma, man, let me tell you one thing about him. If you know of him or you don't know of him, his journey is very special. He's a guy who went from being an intern, okay, at Complex to 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 a big wig, you know uh, the journey is special. Uh, it talks about sneaker shop and all the behind the scenes about that. The 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 the, the lifestyle, the the impact that Complex has had on the culture and his life is so much more. One thing I say I say this a lot uh, to certain people, but there's a lot of good fellas. This dude, I'm gonna explain to you what a good fella he is. He would not. He wasn't ready to do podcasting. He wanted to do a couple of things before he did them. A bunch of people asked him. 
He said, yo, before I do anybody else's podcast, I have to do the premium Petro. Okay? Because he kept his word. He's on Mirtha. He's a good fella. Internet, I don't got to say no more. Okay? Let's get to this week's episode with the one and only Joe LaPuma. Cheer. Yo, what's up, y'all? This is Fat Man Scoop, the other smooth voice of the club, the two-time Grammy Award winner. Let me make this official for you. Fat Man Scoop, Cork McClan, Internets. It's time to go with my dude, Premium Pete. Let's get focused. Let's go. Internets, let's turn up. One time, Premium Pete. Come on, everybody get set. Let's go. It's the next episode. It's the Premium Pete Show. News, interviews, all of the info. Listen up. It's the Premium Pete Show. If you want to scoop in the low, down low, listen to the show plus milk said so fuck what you heard better act like you know it's the premium pete show Internet, welcome back to another episode of the premium pete show sitting down listen this is i always say this this is a long time coming okay uh ayo but i will say this it is it is uh and i really appreciate uh uh, this this dude for his loyalty to not doing a not doing any other podcast. My first, this is my first one that I've really ever done solo. I yeah. used to do them with Noah a lot. Yeah, and yeah, you were the, you you. I always said that you would be my first podcast, and here we are. Well, listen, listen, internets. Okay, uh, so many things we could call them. Uh, one thing I really love about historian, we'll get into it, is somebody who became an intern at Complex. Is now the senior vice SVP content president strategy. of SVP content strategy. Okay, senior, okay. W- 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 listen, yeah. it means senior it means a lot. President. Listen, let me tell you something. It's it's an amazing journey. Plus, you know the 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 host of sneaker shopping. Plus, so many other things. Internet, uh, my friend, the one and only Joe Lapuma. What's up, man? How you, you doing? Oh man, I'm great. You know what I like about uh, having you on, and I've been trying for a long time. And you're like, yo, when we're gonna do it, we're gonna do it. And 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 it's real special because, like I said, you know, you, it wasn't like you know, you, people were asking you to come on their show, and you're like, mm-hmm. yo, I gotta do premium piece before I do yours. It's true. Like that kind of loyalty, uh, that kind of you know. Did and you, you think I was BSing you at all? N- Ever? No, you no, think no, I was going to pop up on To be on honest one? with you, I mean, we're friends enough to say that I just thought, and I said this to you outside, you're not the boasty guy. Yeah. Maybe you didn't want to just even just talk because, you know, we go over and I talk. Yep, Maybe yep, you don't yep. want people to yeah. you know, n- know about the journey. I'm, I'm not saying you yeah. know, there's nothing wrong with it, but sometimes people aren't the biggest talkers that. Yeah, I don't do a lot of this stuff. Exactly. I'm used to being. Uh, not like in front of you know you're in used front to of the your hands around yeah I'm not I'm not I'm used to being the guy who's interviewing someone yeah, else yeah. not vice versa so yeah, exactly. it's cool though exactly but listen um let's take it for this this is what I like people who Joel Puma the name okay in general yourself has people have known of you for a while mm-hmm. uh, at complex for a while mm-hmm. involved in a lot of many things but I don't think I think people what I hope is that people listen to this. And then they'll get to know you a little bit more. Even people like you know in the office, or even sure. people you know that, that that admire you, or friends of you, or coworkers, or peers, and then people who don't know you to know of you. Uh, where'd you grow up? You grew up in grew up in Long Island, Long Island, mm-hmm. Suffolk County, Strong Island. Yep, uh, Bright Waters, Bayshore. Went mm-hmm. to Bayshore High School, really diverse uh, high school. Um, yeah, it's like an hour and fifteen minutes from the city. Mm-hmm. Um, Athlete. I played soccer, ran track. You know, I played, good? Ba- I played basketball for a while, and then I got too short, <laughs> you know? I had another growth spurt yeah. later in college. But um, soccer was pretty good at, track I was pretty good at. Um, but, yeah, I was, I was, I was an athlete. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, you know, I, I love Long Island. I feel like it gets a bad rap, but especially in the summer, it's beautiful. So Jones Beach, Robert Moses for me. Okay. Yeah. Is it, but they made a Nike made a, a sneaker yes, collab they with did. Jones Beach. They did. They did. Which, uh, you know, I thought was pretty dope actually. Yeah. Um, it was good. It sold well. Yeah. And, and Cole, remember it, Sneaker Cole. Bistro had it. Yes, yeah. Shouts and Joe. Yep. You know, why do you think they didn't make one for Robert Moses? Is it not that I popular? Don't know. I don't know. The Suffolk gets neglected a little bit. Actually, you know what's funny? The the legendary Jones Beach. Mm-hmm. I think that's where Lilo Broncado, okay. who played C. Cologenum. Yes. My guy. You had him on. Yes. Uh, and became friends with him over the years. I think that's where he originally got casted. For Bronx Tale. I remember him telling me that uh, okay. a guy was out there, and I was like, in all places, Jones Beach? Like, what the fuck? They're looking for somebody? It's popular, you know. Yeah. Because I was saying, it's so funny. I paid all, all places out of Jones Beach for, to, to cast, uh, you know, Bronx Tale. I was, uh, so actually, Jones, Jones Beach has a lot of uh, legendary stuff for even birth in, you know, that movie, you know? Yeah, for sure. It's crazy. So you grew up with mom and dad, right? Mom and dad. What did mom do? Mom was a teacher aide Mm -hmm. in South Country School. You know, classic Italian mom, uh, very good cook. Yeah. Uh, They're good, but they're not meant for today. You know what what I mean? I'll explain to you. When you Italian moms are so good, especially to their sons, it 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 take a tremendous girl to take care of you or to. It's so hard. Like I remember a lot of girls saying, "Like I'm not trying to compete with your mother." You know, because my mother yeah. like, bring your laundry over. I'll See, my, you know? my mom is loved in the town, though. Yeah. Like, all the girls I dated love her. You know, it's an, a little annoying to us because, you know, they're pushy a little bit. Yeah. But everyone in town really loves her, so. Yeah. And they don't, you know, I, I haven't really dated a lot of Italian girls either. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I also haven't either, you know. But the problem, and I said this before in previous episodes, the reason why I haven't done that is when I was growing up, uh, a lot of the Italians, you know, they, they, they were like, man, hey, what the fuck? Get over here. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. I, I don't want a girl like that. You know, I want to. Yeah, uh, different. But you grew up Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's different yeah. than. Yeah, it was very You know, strong. Long Island Italians, sometimes it's a little like wannabe Brooklyn. Okay. You know? Forget about it. Yeah, exactly. Um, And what did dad do? Dad was a vice president of a foreign bank in the city. Worked 47 years, commuted from Long Island to. The long commute. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know. Anytime I feel like it's work is annoying, I remember that. So yeah, remember him leaving. Uh, yeah, early in the morning, morning getting yeah. home. Yeah, getting home late. Yep. Yeah, same thing with my pops. I remember, you know, uh, there were times where I would go to bed and not even see him. You know, he would yeah. be working late and. You, you, you yeah, know. and then you know, took the weekends like to really um, took the weekends like for himself, but also. Worked hard, worked yeah. really hard. So, yeah. so you're in high school, you're running track, mm-hmm. you're playing soccer. You know, do you have any glimpse like uh, of what you wanted to do or become? Like, were you no, like, no. You, were you working any jobs at that? Yeah, I worked at a sneaker store when really? I was 16. That's right, finish line, no? Finish line, and it was the guys from the track team. So okay. it was, they were older than me. They always looked out for me. They were two years older than me. Some of my closest friends, you know, I was always short and, like, small. But those guys really had my back. And um, what happened was I was 16. They were probably 18 at the time. And my first job, they were like, you know, I was looking for my first job. What what And... I was into sneakers, but I wasn't crazy like, you know, how it is now. 
and basically finish line was opening one of the it was when finish line was not really a finish line it was like there wasn't that many stores in the company and they were like hey we're starting a finish line in the south shore mall which is the mall in my hometown and they it wasn't like it is now with like resume and like screening and things like that they were like put your name and date of birth on a sheet and you could work here so me and my friends we're like, yeah, oh, it's sneakers. Like, we run track. Sure, sure. We're into sneakers. It's obviously easy to get this job. So let's put our name on the on the piece of paper. Hired us all. We, like, set up the store. When I say set up the store, we, like, we put the shelves in the stock room. It, like, wasn't open until we sure, worked set there. it up. Yeah. Exactly. And that was my first job, and I worked there on and off from 16 to, like, 24, 25. Damn, that's a while. Yeah. So that was your only years. job. I worked at the Long Island Ducks, which was a terrible job. Terrible. What the, fuck is that? the the minor league stadium. It was a terrible oh, job, okay. dude. It was a terrible job, and I would sell like Cracker Jacks. But the beer, the beer, selling beer. If you were over sure. twenty, like, because after, it, I would work there like in the summer, I think, of college. So okay. I was over. I think you could. You had to be twenty one to sell the beer. But I was so skinny back then, I couldn't even hold the beer. So, like, in between innings, I would just be, like, putting the beer case down. But that was a really rough job, walking around, and people are drunk, and they're like, oh, give me yeah, this, yeah, give me that. Beers, yeah. So it was finish line and the Long Island Ducks for, for a while. And the Long Island Ducks was a rough, rough job. Now, so so you, you went to U- Did you go to UConn, Went to UConn, right? yeah. How, University how of Connecticut. Um I got into two schools. I got into. I, I didn't. You apply, I, you apply. I, went, I wanted to go to University of Maryland. I didn't get in. Uh, I had a friend who went to University of Maryland. I went to visit him, and I loved it. And you know, Maryland's not that far from sure. um, Long Island. From Long Island, where I grew up, and I applied to UConn, and then I got into Catholic University. Really? Yeah. Can you imagine me at Catholic oh University? No, you know, no. <laughs> So Catholic University, I got like a scholarship, soccer scholarship. And, you know, I wasn't super religious. It was a pretty good school. And uh, I went to visit and then I went to visit UConn and I loved UConn. Middle of nowhere, pretty close to Long Island where I grew up, pretty close to the city or whatever. You know, two hours from the city and three hours from where I grew up. And I loved UConn. It was in the middle of nowhere. Uh, stores Connecticut they had a great basketball team I knew that if anything went really wrong I would be close to home and sure. yeah I had a great four years there I didn't really know my path I started as a business major failed out of the business school got the letter like hey you have a 1.8 in at the end of your freshman year and I was like playing NBA 2k I would like go to the bus stop to go to we the dorm was far away from the the classrooms <clears throat> My freshman year, me and my friend, Sean Allen, I remember, would play NBA 2K. We'd go to the bus stop to take the bus to class on the other side of campus, and then we'd be like, do we really want to do this or do we want to play NBA 2K? And at the end of the year, I had a 1.8 GPA. Not good. Now, not was, good. Was, 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 Scary. Was, not good. Like, oh, you know, you have to improve or you're going to get... Sure, and I was yeah. a pretty good student. I wasn't straight A's in high school, but, you know, honor roll and things like that, and, and that was a rude awakening. Was moms or pops uh, upset at that, or were they? They are, but they weren't. They weren't parents where like, you know, they weren't like, you know, they were mad for a night parents. They weren't. They weren't like 
lackadaisical in terms of disciplining me at all, but they also weren't like wrecked the house. What the yeah, fuck yeah. are you doing? Did you ever get hit when you were young? My mom like slapped yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. My dad, no. My, my dad, I don't know, like you, my dad yells <laughs> yeah, back yeah. in the day and I'm like, yeah, yeah, all right, yeah. that's all it took. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Cut it out. And my mom would slap me and I'd be like, you know, as I got older. I, like, I got a couple of cracks from mom. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it didn't, like at the, at the, towards the end, it was like, eh. <laughs> you know, but. um, you, you have a better relationship with mom, you would say, or, or just both? Both. Yeah. My mom is both like, you know, my dad. My dad is on the quiet side. It's weird. I think I have a mix of both. I feel like I'm a private person. I think my dad's more private. I'm kind of a private person, but I also, in the right setting, I think have a big personality. You know, in the office, I'm a jokester. Sure, With my sure. friends, I'm a jokester. Um, but I think regardless of what I'm doing, I'm still kind of a private person. And I think like the, you know big personality comes from my mom and more the subtle kind of everyone kind of goes one way and I go the other is my dad. Yeah. And my mom, you know, my mom, uh, I talk to her every day Yeah. and whether I'm traveling or whatever, I talk to her every day and my dad, um, you know, the same. My mom more though, you yeah. know, Italian kid like yeah. lean towards your mom. Yeah, so, mama's boy. Yeah, like and I get. I talk you to know, my not, not now per se, but growing up, hundred percent. Bro, my mother calls me. Every, this is what my mother does, right? Let me give you her impression. She'll call me. Hey, hey, Peter, how you doing? Right? She'll turn around. And then she'll ask me what I ate today. Yeah. Like, what'd you have? I she said, just texted me, this. what are you doing? Yeah. And, you know. Yeah, and I'll tell her. I'm like, oh, I I'm had like, a chicken. And, and, and he's good. And uh, uh, and she's like, how was it? Was it any good? You know? Yeah. She She's very involved. It's good. Yep. Let me tell you something, man. But you would love I, I love it, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, she's on Facebook, which is kind of a problem. Yeah. That's like her new thing. And when I say new thing, over like two years. And... You know, she doesn't really understand how it works. She goes on, like, liking sprees and commenting sprees. I was like, you don't have to comment on every single. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she goes, well, I feel bad if I just scroll past. And I was like, don't yeah, worry okay. about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You, don't, you don't know what you're doing. So, um, but, yeah. You know, it, it's funny, too, because with parents uh, like that who are good people, but they also don't understand a lot like mine, like, you work that complex, you know, and we'll get to it, but you started as an intern, yep. uh, uh, you know, all the way up to a, a tremendous position, one of the last Mohegans, in my opinion, uh, a soldier, uh, and more importantly, uh, had his hand in a lot of things to do in a tremendous platform. Uh, do they understand what the fuck you do? Yep. Okay. Uh, it took I a could- while, though, right? It, did it, they always know what you did? Like, meaning, like, what, what you did? they knew you worked at Complex, but did they understand? Like, you you know how we live in this today's world, where a lot of parents you don't gotta, understand what you people gotta do. Gotta understand, this was a dream job for me. Yeah. So anyone around me got it, even if it was a small group of people, they got what I was doing. And if they didn't get it, I would explain to them why it's significant. It's a little world, even the world that it's a very weird world that we used to play in. Now it's a lot more mainstream than it was, but back in the day. You know, I remember telling people, um, yeah, I work at Complex, and they didn't really hear hear about it. Now it's different. And back then, my parents definitely got it. My family got it. My close friends got it. If you didn't get it, then we probably weren't as close as, you know, sure. everyone knew what I was doing. And then, like, 
the good thing about that job is like it was such a job where you have to forecast things so the new music or the new sneaker or the new clothing brand and you and to this day for people you know i'm sure it gets annoying i'm like oh this person's going to be big or this sneaker is going to be the sneaker of the summer whether it's hyperbolic or not so it was like that forecasting and then putting my friends up on to what i do and then for us you know you know more than ever i remember you know you know more than anyone i should say i remember people looked at me crazy when i had more than 20 pairs of sneakers and when i was wearing skinny jeans i remember going home and people would be like uh what are those crazy sneakers i remember specifically specifically i was at like a pool party in the summer and I had the De La Soul dunk highs. And I remember like a girl being like, what are those ugly yeah, sneakers? Yeah. What are these? I was, and, and I knew what they were. And a couple other people at the party may have known what they were, but like, that's what we got it, you know, in Long Island. But for my friends, they got it. Like, and my friends to this day, they still get it. Like my, my friends, Rudy and, and, um, you may have met, even you may have met Rudy. Rudy and my other friend Killer from from Long Island, they always got it. They worked that finish line with me, so that was something that they got. My college friends realized that I was into sneakers. Uh, my mom waited in line for G Unit sneakers, and really? uh, yep, when I was at college, the white, blue, red ones that looked like Rod La- that yep, looked yep. like the Rod Lavers. Yep, yep. My mom waited in line at the Foot Locker for them, so they got it. And when I got to Complex, they got it, and I made sure that they got it. And now it was funny. On sneaker shopping, we had this guy, Annuel AA. He's a big Latin trap guy, but he's not like it's like Balvin and um, Balvin and like Bad Bunny. But Annuel is like the trap Latin guy. Like, mm-hmm. and uh, my mom didn't know who he was when he went on sneaker shopping, and she called me yesterday morning. I was on the subway, and she's like, "Uh, hey, that guy, um, Annuel has two pages in Newsday." So they fully get it. Sure, they pay attention. And then I love it that my dad still will say, see articles in the Times with people who I've interviewed, and he'll save it for me. Or he'll he'll watch a late-night show and be like, oh, didn't you have this person on uh, sneaker shopping? So sure. they always got it. Always very supportive. Even when, you know, it took two years to intern for free. Never, never once were like, hey, you should, are you going to intern for the rest of your life? You know, they never, never said that. You know, you know, you know, it's fucking crazy, actually. And that's why one of the reasons why not only us being friends for so many years, but I wanted to have you on because sometimes and you're that type of person, you know, you don't kiss your own ass. So it's to become to be what you are from an intern is, is tremendous. And I always say this. It's hard to picture yourself to be here. Like, meaning, like, if you work two years for free, do you ever think that these same people are going to pay you 200000 a year? I'm just giving an example. Mm-hmm. How do you get there? Because it's so hard. And then if they offer you a job for 40, how do you ever get that higher? Because they always look at you. Not saying they do, but people can look at you like, oh, he was an intern. Like, like he can't become this. But Complex has been that uh, platform that has uh, brought a lot of people up. Mm-hmm. Um, even, so, even so more, I feel like it's been a stepping stone for some people. 100%. Um, you know, uh, it's been a revolving door mm-hmm. for some people. I mm-hmm. feel like, uh, uh, and uh, shouts to our brother, Rich Antonella. I'm going to give a quote. Maybe he could use this, but all roads leave back to complex. It's true, man. Um, it's true. I've seen it. You know, Complex is a family. Complex yeah. is a family that have gone through, you know, sometimes I call it different seasons of the real world. <laughs> but complex, there's a lot of complex DNA in this industry. And there's a lot of people that 
have went on to do amazing things sure. that got their start at Complex. And there's a lot of people who have kind of been Complex lifers that are still doing great things. And Complex is such like, you know, I'm super thankful to be there 13 years. And, you know, you, you talk about the Sunday scaries. Everyone says the Sunday scaries. It's that Sunday night, that, that time at Sunday night where you dread going to work on Monday. I've never had that, and I'm thankful for it. And Complex, you know, people may come and go, and, and industry may shift, but 13 years in and, and that office, like what I was telling you before, that office, you come in and, and the music's still blasting and sure. everyone's ideas are, are still being circulated around. And, and it's just, you know, for me, it's something that it's it's part of a huge part of my life. You know, work work intersects with, with like sure. life. I've seen it. I've been in the mm-hmm. office so many times. You get to be yourself. Let me ask you, after 13 years, how do you think you've been able to last that long because a lot of people haven't, you mm-hmm. know, a lot of people have been in complex and left or moved on or I, I love the brand. Yeah, I love it. I still think that in terms of forecasting complex is still at the forefront of it. I see publications that I think who have even had more of a legacy than complex shifting towards the complex kind of scope of how they cover things um and the people um you know i was fortunate to work with noah for 11 or 11 noah, years noah callahan beaver my guy like or bever am i saying it right noah callahan bever okay yeah i i, I butcher we're, things you butcher italian, things wrong not we're italian we shouldn't be butchering names i know okay I know. well i'm sorry um, well, i fuck with noah but uh, of get, course my brother but i got to work with him for 11 years it's my brother like yeah. you know um rich passionate italian guy you know who who wears his heart on his sleeve and and, you know we grew up you and i grew up around people who wear their hearts on their sleeves um and then you know we have the i call them the kids they're not kids anymore but you know everyone who everyone Uh, matt welty matt Matt welty's not matt welty wears his heart on his sleeve he's not a kid and he's passionate but you know that there's there's so many cast of characters there that i love i love i love the people i work with even, i love the people who i worked with in the past some of my mentors even donnie, like russ bankston right russ bankston love you og know, og donnie kwok who runs the east yeah. office what of, about uh, uh b fred b fred come on b fred who's running genius right now yeah. i love these guys love these guys um i've been fortunate that you know, it's so cliche to like, oh, it's uh, like La Familia and work as a family. Those guys, and when I say guys, and the people I've worked with throughout the years really are family. And, um, you know, like I said, it's like different seasons of the real world. You know, casts of characters may change. Some may stay. But, yeah, but the, uh it's it's amazing it's just every day they gotta weather the storm yeah and then like <clears throat> you know cornell and damien scott who who i work with now just passionate passionate people who really care about that brand and you and with if you care about that brand then you and i are going to be okay 
You know, Complex took, uh, you know, as much as they created, they took a lot of uh, uh, heat from people. And it's funny because a lot of it was the people. And what I mean by that is uh, when they were doing these lists. And most of the people who complain is because they weren't on that list. Right. Uh, and some people will disagree, but uh, I'm willing to say that most of it was the reason. Those lists caused so much controversy, yeah. uh, whether it be sneaker influencers, whether it be even back years ago. Yeah, but look I, at... Sorry, go ahead. Okay, go ahead. Look at what shows right now on TV. We just came out of free agency, right? What are the shows that everyone's tuning into? The, the shows that have hot takes. We're in the hot take era, right? Yeah. This one is better than this. This basketball player is worth the max contract over this. Who is who? Which duo from the Lakers or the Clippers are better, right? The way people consume things lists. It's ha like it's the easiest way to digest things. What what does people ask? Um, what do you like better, this sneaker or this sneaker? Who has the best? Um, who has the best uh, cavatelli with with uh, with with sausage? Yeah. This place or this place? Yeah. The lists, we were doing the list and, and we still do it. We still do the lists, but not as much though. Not as much, but um you know, it's it's a it's a digestible form of content that is always engaging and entertaining. It's not trolling. The other thing that is that people never understood that like those, there were arguments in those rooms. There wasn't like we're going to do this and like you know, yeah, control. No, there were people will tell you in those rooms we were arguing all the time. So some people believed in certain. A hundred percent. Some people we'd get into fights. Like, are you crazy? No, no. Like, and anyone will tell you who was in those rooms. Like a lot of thought, and to be honest, a lot of good writing went into those lists too. And we see it now. We're in the hot take era. Those lists were a bunch of hot takes jumbled together. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll get back to all this. Let's take it back for a second for people who listen who may not even know who Joe Lupumer is or more importantly don't even know your journey like that. Mm -hmm. Your first, you spoke about being an intern at Compact. Yeah. How did that happen? So I was working at the sneaker store finish line. I was yep. a manager at that time. Mm -hmm. I had a journalism degree from UConn. <clears throat> at the time, the journalism space was tough to get into. And I remember being like, oh, you're never going to be like a right. Like my last year of college, I started writing about pop culture for the school newspaper. I remember I was getting paid $10 an article and I just wanted to write. And I remember walking into class at the on campus and seeing people reading my articles. It was a feeling that I was like, wow, this is amazing. My first article was when Mace came back, his Welcome Back album. I did a review and the writing. I thank God I don't think it exists online, but the writing was not strong. Subpar. Subpar. And I remember, though, going into classes and seeing people read it, and I was like, this this is, like, I love this. This this feels great. A professor, after I, like, flunked out of the business school, was like, you should go into journalism. I was like, I'm not a writer. Like, oh, in a few years, you're going to be able to do a lot of things with a journalism degree. I was like, all right. Didn't really have any choice, and I declared that as my, in my uh, junior major? year. Yeah, my major. Um, wrote for the paper my senior year. <laughs> Uh, graduated with no job lined up, went back to the finish line, and then I was writing for websites that, like, these startup websites, it was, like, product reviews, and they definitely, like, still owe me checks. Like, they were like, yep, we'll pay you this, and I would write, and I remember I would just write, and I'd be like, oh, I feel like I'm writing for, like, and I knew Complex when I was 
when I was the magazines, yeah, particularly, right? Yeah, I, at college, I used to take, I used to take articles and rip the pages out and put them on my my like dorm room. You know, Kanye was on the cover with sure, the Beastie sure. Boys. It was such an ill magazine, and. I like faked it. And I was like, I was fake writing for these websites that were like, oh, I was like, I could write about sneakers and like um, clothes or whatever. I really didn't know what I was doing. And then, um, and then, uh, graduated, no job in journalism, went back to the finish line. And I remember Slam Times hype, I started yeah. writing yeah. for them. And I was just applying, like, hey, I work for free. I just want to get my writing out there want to write these blurbs and I'm interested in this kind of product driven space and <clears throat> then like six months hype beast had a job posting for complex ironically and ironically at the time after the six months of slam hype I was writing for hype beast talking to Kevin Ma he was in China the founder of the uh, founder. Hype beast. yeah and I remember I would write Sundays for him and I would do like 10 posts a day on Sundays. It was just getting my writing out. And there was a job posting for Complex on Hypebeast. What, what was the posting? It was just like intern wanted. Not intern wanted, but like a paragraph. Yeah, you know? I know what you mean. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I was like, wow, this, I write for this site that this job, this internship is posted on. And I went for the internship. I remember I wore uh, creative recreation sneakers. <laughs> I wore pinstripe, pinstripe. You wiping your head? It's hot, right? Yeah, don't worry about it. It's so good. Ken, you wear, you wear, I don't need that. You wore, you wore pinstripes, Ken? All right, pinstripe like uh, suit pants. Go ahead. And a Michael Kors sweater. Oh, my God. You were crushing Can you imagine? No, I, I wasn't, <laughs> I'm though. I'm joking. I'm joking. I wasn't, though. Uh, I mean... We, so I go in. I go in. There's a stack of resumes. They're not even hiding. Like, you know, there's, they're not even hiding. Yeah. Like, yo. Hey, what do you want, kid? And I went, I, in, I interviewed with Bradley Carbone. Do you know Bradley Carbone? He's the one who... Who's the first edit. lifestyle sneaker editor, the first cool guy, I always say, at Complex, really. Didn't he go through, uh, he had a neck injury or something yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, How's he doing? He's doing great. He's doing great. I Prez talked up. to him. Yeah. I talked to him. He went on to work at Adidas and some agency work. I love that dude. And he was instrumental in my career. But I interviewed with him. I remember he was like, dude looks like... Uh, like he, he's out of like a Laguna Beach kind of, yeah, surf, yeah, yeah. you know, was a big surfer. <clears throat> Him and the HR person at the time, Cheryl Lamaglio, Italian, um, stack of resumes. And like, I'm like, I'm never going to get this, never going to get this internship. And they were like, you know, um, the job is like a, a coveted job for an internship. I was like, yeah, you know, I interviewed, blah, blah, blah. Two weeks later, they called me back and said, I got it. Wow. Did you know it was no pay? Yeah. Okay. That was fine. Yeah. That was fine with me. I was working at... So you started right away? Did you go into office? Tuesday, Thursdays. And the rest, Monday, Wednesday, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the rest of the five other days I was working at the... Finish line, right? In Sasha Mall. So yeah. seven-day work weeks. Okay. Hustling. But I was like, wow, I remember, you know, we're fortunate that like a lot of free stuff sure. come. I remember Bradley's haul of free stuff. It, if, if it was anything that was free, I'd be like, oh, man, wow, this is amazing. You get free stuff, blah, blah, blah. And um, that dude had like every sneaker. I remember he had like the, the Pata. Air Max 90s. Oh, the, the homegrowns? Green, yep. Remember those? Yeah, yeah and the like, orange ones too. Exactly, the Bacons. Yeah. He had all them oh, like just CQM. sitting on his desk, and I was like, what is this life? 
Um, Yo, you know what's funny? I got to cut you off for a second because I remember being in the <clears> office <throat> and the younger kids there would point to a closet. Mm-hmm. And they told me, oh, that's Joe LaPuma's closet. He has all his sneakers in there. Isn't that funny that what you admired from Bradley Carbone and sort of like this is the life, this guy's getting free stuff, he's like living, you then were able to live that life, you know what I mean? Yeah, but it's having fortunate mentors. Yeah. I admire Noah. Noah in... I was a 50 Cent fanatic. Yeah. Stan. When I, my last year of college is when 50 was really starting to take off. And he was bubbling like the he was bubbling the year before my senior year, the mixtapes. And then I remember I was obsessed with 50 Cent's music and his whole persona, like a lot of people were at the time. It's like a superhero, sure. you know? And I remember going to the bookstore at the Yukon bookstore is called the co-op and there was a cover it was 50 cent it was dr dre and it was eminem and it said money power respect on it classic and i remember getting like two copies of that it's my favorite magazine cover of all time i was in college i was like this is the illest the illest magazine cover 50s just you know doing 50 eminem and dre are behind him and Noah wrote that story. Yeah. Noah wrote that story. Forget having someone that I admired and having a a closet full of sneakers and Bradley having that. Noah wrote that story. Noah Noah's my best friend. That, I still think about that stuff. Like, I still think about that stuff. When I'm having a tough day or I'm traveling, you know, you travel a lot for the show. I have to travel nonstop. When when I take a step back and I think of those days being at the Yukon Co-op, <clears throat> picking, excuse me, picking the magazine off the shelf and be like, this magazine is amazing. And then, you know, um, 15 years later, it's still being my favorite magazine cover and my best friend writing that. Yeah, that's, that's, come on, man. That's, that's, come on, you dude. Can't make, you can't make that shit up. That, like, he knows it. He, 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 for my birthday a couple years ago, I have it in my office still framed the cover. Oh, framed the cover. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Dude, that is the stuff like the sneaker stuff and having the sneakers that, Bradley had or whatever or getting product that's cool but that sure. is come on so you you work in there too no you're right it's it's it's, it's but, but we're missing a big part okay we're missing a big part <clears throat> the big part is um I had a mentor I had a mentor at the finish line who changed my whole life his name was Brian Schneider and he taught me everything about sneakers and fashion and music. He's the one who put me up to 50 Cent. And he had a Visu jeans before Jay-Z rapped about him. He was wearing Lacoste and like seven jeans before anyone was pairing them. He was wearing the Prada uh, America's Cup. Okay, America's Cup, Cup yeah. Before anyone. Jordans, like, told me like the olive, these olive and black Jordan 9s, people are gonna think they're whack, they're, gonna, they're fire. He, a total trendsetter. He taught me everything to know about how to navigate and establish rapport with people. He was a tough guy from like um, Southside Queens. He was he was like my real mentor before I got into the media space. Taught me everything, and then he tragically passed. He got he got murdered. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. And he's another one who, not a day goes by where I don't think of the stuff that he taught me. So. 
I was fortunate to have that. And then immediate, not immediately, because because I had to intern for two years. Noah, Noah, <laughs> Noah, you would walk in the office. You could be his cousin or his brother. Sometimes he wouldn't even say hi. He's just like he's, he's like a little aloof. You know what I mean? Yeah. So for two, imagine being an intern and he's the boss. And then, <laughs> dude, you know, it's classic. Uh, so I was fortunate fortunate to have mentors in different stages of the game that I really respected and mentors that became my close friends. So two, two years interning, like, how, Tough. How, how, did, how did you, one, last that long, right? I know you said you loved it, but how did you not, like, those are times where people could quit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, ah, I'm out of here. Like, did you foresee that this could be, or you just loved what you were doing, that you were just... I loved what I was doing. There were some days where I was interning at Complex and they wouldn't realize if I was gone mm. for a, a week. And then there were some days where I would come home, I would take the LIRR home to, to the Babylon train station. I'd be like, oh, I really helped out today. But I loved what I was doing. Would I have interned for three years without pay and worked seven days a week? Maybe, you know? Yeah. Noah was the second in charge um, at towards the end of two years he I had at two years I like had it wasn't pressure from my parents nothing like that I had to be like hey is this ever gonna happen he took me so, wait, wait, you meaning to get pay full-time so a uh, full-time so so were you nervous to ask for that or uh a little maybe nervous in terms of like if he said, said no it's not gonna happen then yeah. I was like all right well There's the dream job I had to you know yeah yeah so so take us through that day <laughs> um we consume so much content that I forget the name of the place. I want to look up this place that he took me to. to uh, it's on 23rd Street. Is it's not? It's um. It's a Jewish deli, 23rd okay. Street. It's famous, and I can't believe that Benton it's. Will it, find it. It's escaping me. 23rd Street. It's um. It's yeah, like 23rd and and Broadway or so. Jewish deli. So so go ahead. <laughs> He'll shout it out. So he he brought you. Uh, no. Um, take. Cosba? No. I, I want to like text him and and but it's fine. Yeah. Um. So he takes you there for like a pastrami sandwich. It wasn't Epstein's. Second half. No. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. Takes me there and he's like, and I'm like, hey, you know, I've been interning for two years. I started writing a little bit, and um started writing for the magazine a little bit and I was like you know it's getting to the point where, like I'm getting older like I'm not 21 because I was working I didn't get the internship right out of college I it, it took like a year or two out of college to get it and I was like hey do you you know is it ever going to happen and he he's like you know I really respect what you, I think you work hard blah 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 there may be an opportunity for complex.com once we launch it this it wasn't even really launched and we had a good lunch and I you know I still like this is a guy who I he, I didn't talk to him maybe 10 words my whole tenure sure, sure. as an intern so he agreed to go to lunch with me which was cool and then <clears throat> I remember that day he came back and was like hey it's gonna take a little bit but we see a place for you here and it, and I remember he said like I'm gonna get you out of 
the finish line. I like that was like the quote. Mm. And I remember, I think he even said like the pay is not going to be great. <laughs> the pay is <laughs> not going to be great, but it'll it'll be enough that you can leave the finish line. And then six months later, he, he you know he hired me, and I was on the website. We started the website. Me, this guy Bucky Turco, who helped a lot. It was crazy guy crazy crazy but very passionate um two two developers at the time who've been who've gone on to be like execs at complex alexi and eugene and it was around four of us on the website only on complex.com and now there's probably 300 people on it fuck man isn't it crazy when you think about it i remember a time and you correct me if i'm wrong complex obviously tremendous magazine Mm -hmm. Covering uh, covering so many different buckets of the culture, but they weren't like say an authority in sneakers. And what I mean by that is, there were other sites that were covering it at a higher level. Let's just I'm not. This is, let, let, let me just finish this. Mm-hmm. Complex. It's amazing to see that they never like they worked hard. Complex sneakers came along, right? You know, because mind you, for a while, the only thing I would push back on okay. is we were one of the first magazines to have multiple pages covering sneakers. Yes, but meaning like at the time you you later had on the, the you nice, had the sites on there, nice kicks, hundred uh, percent kicks on fire. You weren't you weren't really doing hundred percent your own content, yep. say so to speak. Fair, right? We didn't have our verticals, yeah, as much People, as we do now. Like it's crazy because like. Not saying Complex didn't have uh, uh, you know, a, a rep behind them, of course, but they didn't have the rep in sneakers that they have now. But they had the people who had it. It's amazing. They had the, peep, like, they had the people well, who had it. But it had to take some time, but think it about it. It did, but also you could say that the culture changed a little bit. There's more of a pop culture lens now to sneakers in this in 2019 yeah. and we were fortunate that everything we did was even though it was niche, it was this is going to be pop in a little while so i say that to say like you know nice kicks and even soul collector which which is in our yeah, office which you, now, you which, guys acquired exactly um they were very take the shoe out of the box look at the materials and things like that and where complex always came from more of a pop culture slant to sure. it. and when you mix those two and you could even say like full size run mixes and sneaker sure. shopping is mixes mixture. those two yeah and, and the reason why i say that for is because it's and I say that only as it's amazing to see how they have become yeah. and are an authority in sneakers. Mm-hmm. Where at a time like you had these other sites that people would go to Nice Kicks first or Sneaker News. They wouldn't go to Complex. Mm-hmm. And Complex was busting out these lists and doing more and more. Yeah. You got Russ, you got you yeah. know what I mean? You got all these so many things. Yep. So many things. Yeah. And, and, and and it's been amazing to see that, you know. Um but I was going somewhere with that. You know, it's crazy too because if if you think about that even you, somebody who's quiet, right? Not quiet, but pri- private. Private. Well, you think I'm quiet? You think I'm quiet? Y- you know, I... I what would you... How, how would you describe? You're not a douchebag. Yeah. You're not, you're not this loud fuck. No, not loud. You're not... Not You're not... You know, you're a subtle subtle boaster, you know what I mean? Like, you, you know, you don't... You're, <laughs> yeah, subtle flexor. Yeah, subtle flexor, yeah. You know, you know you, yeah. you're not like... You know how some people are just jerk-offs? Like, look, yeah, I'm being yeah. honest, man. There's people know. like yeah. people come, they could talk like, yeah, I'm a this, I do this, I do this. Yeah. You never. And anyway, anyway, uh, that, that's that. Yeah, yeah. That's we, a compliment. Yeah. But Thank but you. Uh, but but uh, 
For the people listening now, mm-hmm. we brought them along a fucking path so yeah. far. We're, we're moving, yeah. believe it or not. Where you, you lasted through Complex, you, you know, you, you got the job, now you're in there, you're working. How, how did how did you did you from your performances you get more, like more raises or more titles like just how did you move up the ladder relentless you know we just talked about like not boasting but i was relentless about it from the day i got hired like the internship if it allowed me to be as involved as uh, you know super involved i i would be but i was relentless dude like from the day that i got hired to to do the website like i would spam message boards with links to complex and sure. be like this was check out these articles check out these articles i would sign up for different names back in the day and be like oh check out this article on complex and traffic because we we built it from nothing sure. traffic would be like wow 500 people clicked this yeah, link yeah. and it was me scamming uh spamming message boards and that was like a very elementary thing to do but I'm relentless about this. Sure, sure. I'm hi- highly, highly competitive. As much as I'm, you know, I, I get along with most people. I think I'm super, super competitive, and I'm super, super passionate. And I love that brand. And I love um, not impressing the people I work with, but having them feel proud of the stuff that I'm sure, involved in. Sure. Making things together with people who I love to make things together with. Uh, it, it, it's like that the easy answer is just you have to be relentless you know of like course, yeah. to sur- not survive but to last this longevity long, man. To, to have longevity in one one area whether wherever it is you kind of have to be relentless about it if you love it and it's your passion and it's it's more than a job to you then i think you're silly not to really live and 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 die by it and that's that's what it complex you know went from hanging the pictures on the dorm room to be like they're gonna have to kick me out of here for me to leave this place Mm. and there's still some you know i was talking to someone today i woke up a little late and like 13 years in i'm like oh i still got to be at work on time like there's still shreds of that kid in the dorm room who used to put the pages like 13 years in man yeah. You know, uh, Complex had a lot of websites that they partnered with, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Complex Media, Com- Complex mm-hmm. Media Partnerships. Mm-hmm. What would you say at its heyday? Because, I mean, they still do numbers, but what was the highest amount of, like, numbers? Numbers I of wouldn't pages? Even know. No? I wouldn't Millions, even, though. Yeah, I mean. Because some people may not dude, even know. Yeah, I, I know. It's just like. It was very, you remember like one day where to like yeah, five remember, million yeah, people I mean, I've been visited through so many yeah. stages of that, like looking at site meter and Google Analytics, where it's like I just remember, you know, I remember days something would pop off and it would be like, wow, look at this traffic. And, and you know, um, we still have traffic reports and things like that. But I just remember when, you know, those days of like having hits that went viral before like the viral era of like videos do you remember some of those clips or is it i mean the list always um yeah there was like there was um you know it was funny you know it did really well back in the day the douchiest bars in such and such town (laughs) people got really uh angry angry and then like agreed with it you know well people never never and it would be like the the 10 the 25 douchiest bars in 
such and such city. Those did really well for and and early on, I remember those being. Like, I remember I did the pizza one for Complex. What'd you do? P- Twenty five best pizza. And spot. I'm sure people, people were complaining. Yeah. Oh, how could you not put this one? Yeah. Listen, you live in fucking Kansas. Shut the fuck up. Stop <laughs> telling me what pizza spots are good in people, New York City. You know, people are prideful about that. You know, I'm not. You're right. It's it's fine. You know what? Let's take a quick break. Sitting here with my friend, my cugino, my paisan, the one and only Joe Lapuma the SVP of content strategy for Complex, yeah. and more. He's a good fella. He drinks Manhattan Special. Internet, we'll true. be right back. Don't go nowhere. Cheer. Yo, check this out, man. It's Prodigy from the infamous Mob Deep, the head nigga in charge, HNIC. You know what I'm saying? Repping at Queens, New York. Chilling, man, right now, man. Just kicking it, you know what I mean, with my homie, Premium Pete. And this is the Premium Pete Show. Keep it locked right here. Don't go nowhere. Real shit, one. Intendants, and we're back sitting here with my guy, my paisan, Joe Puma. Um, listen, people are learning the journey. I want people yeah. to learn about you. People who know about you, like I said that, mm-hmm. they're going to learn a little bit more. There's yeah. a couple of gems that they didn't know. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe, I don't know if everybody knows that you worked two years and in intern not getting paid. I mean, maybe some people do. Yeah, some. But, you know, it, it, it's the, the story is special. And, and, and I keep on telling you that sometimes when you're living your own journey, mm-hmm. you don't realize how special that is. Right. You know, uh, so for a lot of people who know you now. Yeah. For sneaker shopping, a lot, yeah. right? Which is f- how, how three years, four, how, uh, three years old. It's like four years, yeah. It was, it was, it, it was kind of inconsistent back yeah, in yeah, the day, yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. yeah. So, where did this happen? Where did the idea for sneaker? Who, who came up with it? How did it happen? Why, why did you become the host? Is it you? Something you, 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 you no. would get? Okay. Um, around the time, to- sorry, around the time of balling. Jim Jones. Okay, I mean, okay. We put him on the cover. We established a relationship with him, and we gave him one of his first big solo covers. He had a star show coming out. He had Ballin' at the time. And through that, I did the story. And I spent, like, weeks with him and Dame on and off. And established rapport with Jim. And... Every year, Jim had an album coming out. We would do press with him. The thing about Jim is he's the most charismatic. Sure. He is the biggest slick talker. Hilarious. So every year, the first year was like the cover story with the when he had Ball in it, and he was working on, like, the Dame Dash was doing the Jim Jones documentary, and he had a star show, and he, he was on the cover. The year after that, I, I remember we did, like, a interview at his studio. Me and Bradley went to his studio. And then one year... I don't know where it came from. We were like, oh, let's go sneaker shopping with him at Flight Club. That's still online. Uh, the store's open. Uh, remember Jonathan Lee's? Yeah. <laughs> remember him? Yes. Okay. He was Jonathan Lee's uh, shot it. Um, and so store's this, open. This is a very small production. Very small production. Store is open. Uh, I'm like barely mic'd up. I think there's a boom or whatever. And. It's just Jim literally sneaker shopping and me asking him about things, and he's, like, roasting my skinny jeans, typical Jim fashion, blah, blah, blah. Um, we put it up, and people were like, yeah, it's cool. It was pre-kind of internet YouTube era. It was just, like, a funny piece of content. Um, he had something to promote or something like that. Then we sh- we didn't think anything of it. I wasn't going to be on video. It wasn't even a thing. We weren't even really focused on making video content. It was just, like... This guy's so good on camera, we should do a video segment. It wasn't that video was the main focus. Um, 
Then 2013, so that must have been 2012. 2013, I believe, we did the top 50 albums, and Wale got left off. Do you remember this? Just when he made a phone call. Made the phone call. Going, went crazy. Went crazy, and well, I don't, I don't like to say crazy, but it was very. Passionate. But he was upset. He was very upset. He's always been a passionate. He he gets super passionate. He, he gets he gets uh, super passionate. He gets this confused for being and, crazy passionate. Yeah, and you should you should be passionate. Mm. Threatens the staff, and <laughs> it's a big thing in the online social media era. That was like when it was first bubbling. Yeah, I remember the audio from it. And that's 2013. And then Complex never, we're not in the business of having problems with celebrities. So around six months or so later, or eight months or whatever, I, I remember I was like, I remember I forgot where the idea came to me. I was like, how do we like fix this? How do, how do, I was like, I was like a director, I think at the time. And I was like, how do we fix this relationship? Because we don't have anything against him. And I was like, he's a sneaker guy and I'm a sneaker guy. I Let's do a interview about sneakers and let's do it in the sneaker store. And I pitched it to his publicist and I was like, listen, it'll show that there's no beef. Sure. Whether he, how he feels about us or we feel about him, there's really no beef. People didn't really know me as, the fa as a face of Complex, but they knew that I worked there. Um, and they, you know, and, and they knew that I was a director there. So pitched it to him and we went to Miami and we shot it at Unknown, LeBron store. Yeah, yeah. And it just was to show, one, it was good content because he's a sneaker guy, I'm a sneaker guy. And it was just to show that, hey, this guy is not going to fight us. That was 2014. It did pretty good. Um, again, didn't think that it was going to become this thing. Now, 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 when you say didn't think it would become this thing, is that what it you is or is that everybody? Everyone. It's just like, oh, even yeah. Even you? Yeah, even me. Even me. So I'm sure, you, you know. I mean, I believe. I'm sure you surprised yourself. Like, surprised. You know? I surprised that people, that a group of people liked it, honestly. It just, it was so, back then it wasn't, hey, we're trying to get weekly shows or we're trying to get sure. consistent. I didn't know. It was one thing that I was new, new to where I was, I knew about content and I knew how building traffic sure. and I knew what our audience liked. I didn't think of like, I didn't think of it as a slated show, a weekly show, things like that. Then Nick Young came into town. We didn't know what to do with him or just a straight up interview. I was like, oh, he's into sneakers. Let's do another one. And we did it at Extra Butter. And then someone said, hey, people like this. We should do it consistently. And that was still around 2015 or so. Then we got Chris Brown at Extra Butter as well. And then we're like, all right. Maybe we're on to something. Maybe we're on to something because talent is, it's doing well. It's doing solid, you know. There's like people are asking for it a little more and more. And then when we had to start slating shows and producing a slate of shows, it was one that was on the table of like, oh, this has whatever little momentum this has, there is some momentum. Let's make it more consistent. And then I think after like Nick Young or Chris Brown, it was not once a month, but it was like new, maybe nine or 10 times a year, maybe nine. And then um, I think then it became monthly. And then there was such an appetite for it. it. We've been weekly for like the past 
two and a half years. And how many uh, views total of the sneaker shop? It does yeah. around 3.3 million an episode. And, and it's got over 100 or 200, right? Altogether? Yeah. Oh, way more. You way know, more than that. You know, you know. also, also, and we'll get over to like who is some of your favorite episodes and we'll get mm-hmm. to a couple things, but isn't it funny that you're not the star of the show? You have stars on mm-hmm. and you become a star. Is that funny? Yeah, I mean, it's... Meaning, me, meaning, like you're the host of the show. Yeah, we spoke about well, this. Well, like, you go to have places, kids. people like, yeah, yeah, fuck, like, it's, but you have stars on. Yeah, it's um, is that weird very, for you? It, it's not weird. It's just another this industry, and you know, like, did you think that you would ever be doing a podcast when you got into this industry no, when no, you were no. premium Pete from? No, no. Did you? And I don't. Th- I never say it's weird when people ask. Oh, is that weird? No, I don't think it's weird. I think it's another. This sure. industry, you have to really adapt. It's evolve, yeah. And I don't think evolving and adapting is ever weird. Um, is it a little, like, surreal to have, like, an audience that is checking every week for for the show and me? Yeah, it's another humbling type of experience. And it's I'm, crazy. And people I, you know, we just yeah. talked about I worked in a sneaker store. I was selling shoes to strangers, and now I'm conversating with celebrities and fans even just saying sometimes i say fans and i'm it's a little cringy not fans of the show yeah well let me let me break some news uh on the premium pizza uh joe's a dear friend of mine i'm in suplex uh the consignment store in philadelphia okay um there's young kids in there moving around shopping on the walls nice kids they would just mm-hmm. talk oh i want to get these i want to get these and i'm like and they happened to mention they love sneaker shopping. Oh, I love Joe Puma. And I FaceTimed. Yeah. I said, I, I yeah. said oh, I'm sitting here yep. with these kids. They're fucking talking about you yep. like you're Barack Obama. Oh, my God. You know? And and, and, and then I've, they're like, you know Joe Puma? That's when I was like, oh, my God, man. Like, like, like they looked at me like I was mm. like, like I was bullshit. Yeah, and, and people will tell me those stories, uh, and it's humbling to hear that. And sometimes these those— kids, 10, yeah, 12 yeah. years old. You know, YouTube is— I'm fortunate that it's um, YouTube now, even for me and a lot and a lot, even for me and, and for a lot of kids, it's their TV and sneaker shopping has a really big audience sure. on YouTube. And it's just something that has grown into this thing that it's I, a monster. I didn't expect it. Um, the sneaker culture has grown. Um reselling has poured gasoline I mean, on the fire X, man. i mean look at look at everything look you know at look at look at, like look at every night people you know it's not just a basketball game anymore it's people's fits are yeah, being what are they checked. wearing yeah, we, we were never in this so in this type of it, 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 it's it's never never so i wouldn't say i got lucky because it, i was always dealing with sneaker content sure. and, and i worked in a sneaker store and i loved it i happened to be at a place that um that kind of encouraged sneaker culture as it relates to Absolutely. pop culture Absolutely. and my show marries the two sure. in a, you know in, and I would it's it's to me it's a formulae concept and it's it's nothing groundbreaking but also it hasn't it wasn't done before it yes. wasn't done before but do you ever feel like this and 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 that it's something so simple it's but form- it's so dope. It, well, it's like, you know, your favorite people, pizza yeah. place is simple, but you get it all the time. Exactly. So a lot of people are creatures of habit. You know, people know that they're going to get eight to nine minutes of an interview with a celebrity that they either love, 
that they, you know, oh, I can't stand him, but I want to watch yeah. this, or it's someone that you're going to learn more about. And then you mix the two with their taste in sneakers. And you like to find out what you, they're going to buy. And then you get it. And then I get it. Like, you know, I, the, the one thing that annoys me is like some people will, are just like, oh, I don't get it. Well, yeah, what's you don't have yet? to be into sneakers. What don't you get? So now knowing things with, with with sneaker shopping, one thing that, you know, for people who know about it, let's give them some uh, behind the scenes info. Okay. Who, uh, is, there, is there a guest that you wanted that didn't happen? Like, is it, you know, that didn't show up or something? Oh, no, not show up, but there's guests who I haven't had yet who I really want. Okay. Jerry Seinfeld always wore sneakers on the show. And he's been he's been on the cover of and I uh, a complex. Him. Yep. I interviewed you, him. him and Wale, right? Yep. Yep. So So is that happening soon? No. Okay. I try every six months. He has a new Netflix special. Anytime he has com- comedy specials, just you know, he's busy. But he's a grail guest. Travis Scott, the kids all want. Yeah. So influential right now. Um, there's a whole list of them. Yeah. Yeah. Now who has been uh, you know, I don't want you to pick and choose, but who has been some of your favorite? Um, fifty, of course, because yeah. I love. 50. That, that was early on too. Yeah. That was, that was uh, when the, he had the production the... on that was really bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I no, no, no. I, I don't. I shouldn't say really bad, but um, the production on that was not yeah. what it is now. It isn't as beautiful as it is yeah. now. It's exactly. Very, it's almost like cameras. movie type now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There wasn't um, drones flying around. I that liked bitch. a lot of them for a lot of different reasons. Um, fifty. Kevin Hart was great. Uh, Halsey was great. Yep. You know, I think there, it's good because. People, if you like the person and, and they're on the show, that's their favorite episode. So. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, for people listening who never checked out uh, an episode of Sneaker Shopping, would there be an episode you tell them to check out to get into? Uh, it depends. For the sneakerhead, like a Don C or yeah. a Macklemore. Yeah. Or, you know, even the young kids like Smoke Perp knew a lot. Yeah. Um, Kevin Hart. Yeah. Uh, Marshawn Lynch, who yeah, doesn't talk. You had, uh, yeah, I know, that's classic. You had yeah. him. You had uh, the Ball family on. Ball family was amazing. Yep. Crazy. Deion Sanders. Ball family, I liked because I had to like actually press him. The interview is is pretty PG. Yeah. But I mean the the I mean the interview the the interviews are very like not controversial because it's just lifestyle questions. But Lavar was saying so much crazy stuff like i could beat jordan and the triple b shoe it was right around the triple b shoe and um it's like an interview where i had to press him a little bit yeah and when he was uh, walking around with the fucking sneakers the way he was doing that you know he was making his moves yeah he was like walking back and forth y'all i was dying they were great character they were great like he even was like um you know he was like hey we don't get we don't get a chance to hang out like this a lot like this hour and a half that we shot was really good and things like that yeah so so um man where the fuck was i okay so we so sneaker shop is born it's this phenomenon right yeah you know now it also went to tv in a couple of places like fuse MSG, right MSG. games yeah. it's on fuse it's on Sportsnet after the lakers games and in vegas um it's on hulu yeah so yeah it's just like it's this thing that the the sneaker industry blew up um there wasn't really a, a program that kind of attack sneaker culture from a pop culture type of aspect and that's where like the celebrities and the talent comes in and it kind of just married both of them yeah you know uh when complex was uh, acquired or invested in by what verizon mm-hmm. right um it was able to do a lot more 
You know what I mean? Meaning, like, I feel like uh, maybe we funded a lot more things because I feel like a lot more projects started to, you know, get done. Like, I Complex guess. Con. I mean, it's only great I, to Complex have Complex Con wasn't really a Verizon thing, yeah. though. Okay. I was like, you know. Okay. XL. But it, it definitely, I'm sure it helped. Yeah, yeah it, of you course. Know, it, it helped. We have it. great partnership with them. Now, we're, and, and, and I asked this from, with your loyalty all these years. Well, I have that face on like I'm about to ask you something crazy. What? what? No, with, <laughs> with your loyalty all mm -hmm. these years, and when that deal happened, mm -hmm. were you able to, uh, you know, take care of yourself, or were you in that mix of that? Um, Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it's But cool. I'm saying these are, you don't have to tell me. I don't need numbers, okay? I don't need numbers. You're I'm not going to get numbers. I'm just saying, well, we can make up some numbers. Yeah. I'm just saying it's... To, I think they took care of, um, you know, took care. Anytime there's an exit, I think that, um, you know, people take people get taken care of. And I think um, complex, you know, do you hear a lot of people saying like, oh, I was so loyal to complex and they told me to like F off? Not really, right? No, no, I know, but not a lot of people get to get there, you know? Yeah, but a lot of people have worked there for a long time. You know what I mean? But I'm saying, no, I'm asking, like, you're in the you're in the circle. Like, Complex complex does a good job of uh, making you feel appreciated. Yeah. You know, but we also spoke about before how it's been a stepping stone for so many people. Yeah. You know, um, some, you know and, and some people just need to move on, you know, um, because there's probably just, you know, and again, I'm just talking, you know, there's probably just, you know, they learned a lot, they experienced a lot, but, you know, there's only certain maybe ceilings they could go for what they're doing and they want to probably try to move on complex sure. has been like a it's to a me breeding like a high ground. school it's like a breeding a, or, ground for right. a lot of yeah. people a lot of people are doing a lot of great things you know i mean look at jinx 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 yeah. uh jinx is doing awesome b fred who didn't start at complex but b fred runs genius like we talked about yep. uh someone one of my interns nick restivo yep, yep. works at uh works at hell Apple of a Music. football player hell of nike flow oh did you did you play in that no, league i didn't play okay in that he, league. Great. I, but, but the best a, nike yeah. football society yeah. player he works for apple music social nice um you know um there's a bunch of people out there who who are doing great things you know, it, it it's funny because when you think about it, all these all these years at Complex, and 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 still loving what you do, and and a lot of people talk about in this world like working for free. You know, I don't mm -hmm. know if you remember, it was this whole big thing about not working for yeah, free. Yeah, there was there's like a debate. You know, it's changed though now. Yeah. Now I think it's school credits. Yeah. College credits. You know, it's just a different time that I didn't have that back then. Yeah. Um, working for free. I would do it again, you know, but I think times have changed and I think, um, you know, and now it's more of, um, I think student, it goes by like, you have to be a student or something like that. Yeah. You may know more than, more than me. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. But do you think, how important do you think is, I remember when, uh, you know, some things stick with me. I remember Angie Martinez was talking about, uh, being an intern and mm -hmm. she mentioned uh, somebody asked her for advice, and she was like, "Be useful, you know. Uh, uh, you know." I would say, "Be useful. Don't be annoying." Yeah, but it's hard for it's some people line. to find that it's balance. It's a thin line, yeah. and that's tough to navigate. It's almost like being a waitress or a waiter. I you got to pick like your spots, and then and then when you feel like you've accumulated enough things to broach, like, "Hey, 
I feel like I've been doing a lot of good here and I feel like you guys need me and I feel like I could really contribute. Um, that's maybe the time. Yeah. And, you know, for me, the time what was after two years, which a lot of people, you know, the people I went to high school with, they were getting an intern or went to college with, they would do an internship and then they get hired eight to 12 months. This industry is not really like that. Um, yeah. I think it's happening more and more because I think uh, the younger talent is so equipped with things and they're like, they're further along than I was. <clears throat> so they're getting hired quicker. But for me, it was, you know, when I got in the industry, it wasn't going to be, oh, yeah, you get out of college, you wrote for a paper for a year, you're going to get hired full time at the magazine of your dreams. Yeah. You know, somebody like Vincentinello, who we're talking about, mm -hmm. who uh, is the uh, CEO and uh, founder of Complex Media Networks, right? Mm-hmm. Um, good friend, uh, good person. Uh, like we spoke about before, all heart. Great guy, all heart, all, all heart. passion. Mm -hmm. yep. You know, every time we brought you up, well, you know, he, he did an episode. Mm -hmm. I, I love that episode, man. Me too. When he talked about his pops, yep. man. And, and yeah, sedim total sentimental guy, yep. family guy. You know, that like there's, there's but, parts of parts of our personalities that are very similar in that way yeah no no Sorry, the reason why i brought him up for is because when he speaks about you he speaks about you know it's not a guy who just says everything good mm -hmm. about everybody mm -hmm. you know he speaks the truth 100 percent. you know when he speaks about you uh he speaks with such passion such thankfulness such such uh appreciation such mm -hmm. admiration you know uh that doesn't happen overnight it doesn't you know it doesn't and I'm thankful to work for someone like that. And I remember, you know, Richie, Rich, I remember even when I was like, I was living at home for a while too. I was living like when I even my first couple years at Complex, because I came from an internship and I was spending all my money on sneakers when I was working at the finish line, I worked at home for a while. And I remember even Rich, like when I was doing well, but not, not at a level, not anything at a significant level. I always like... Rich used to be like, oh, you know, if you need help with anything, things like that. Rich is very loyal and very kind of um, giving in that way. Like, he was basically telling me, like, oh, you know, if you ever, oh, you, you you know, you want to move out and you maybe need some help. Like, he didn't say it in those words, but that's yeah, exactly sure, sure. what he was saying. Um, Rich, Rich, I, I hope Rich understands and, and knows, and I think he does that, like, I'm super loyal to him. I, I, um... You know, I'm, I take a very kind of soldier soldier role for people who I work with, him, Noah, um, Cornell and Damien now. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, I love that brand so much and I love those people. You're not going to like, as someone who you and I always talked about, like we talk about, I'm kind of like, you know, I'm not, I'm not the loudest person or anything like that, but anyone who knows me, we could have healthy debate, but you're not gonna shit on that brand sure, in sure. front of me. Sure, you're just sure. not, and it's because I respect the people who have worked there with me, before me, and the the new crop of people um, who are so passionate about that brand. That's my family. If you're gonna talk about the family, past and present, <laughs> it's gonna be a, you know I'm not yeah. gonna I'm not gonna fist fight you, but. It's not going to sit well with me, and that's just being loyal. And I've and you you bring up Rich, and it's because I choose to be loyal because I respect and appreciate 
sure. what he's done for me. Sure. You know, being in a position of power on a powerful media outlet, some people love you for what they could, you could do for them, and when you can't do for them, some people hate you. Like you, you went the... Um, what did we have? What did we have? Didn't we have like a thing? What were you mad at me about? Oh, the fucking. Well, it wasn't the my pickles. What was it though? It was. Hold my, on, say it. it. It was a bag, right? No, no, no. What it bag? was something. It was something. I don't remember. All right, but <laughs> it was something though. It was no. We it had was a, an I event. remember it was we had an a, event. No, it wasn't. We had a long convo, and I remember you were you were, you were upset I was, about I was, it. I was yeah, I was yelling, and I, you were mad that I yelled. What was it though? I, I apologize, but. Um, it, <laughs> I, 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 okay, wait, hold on, hold on. It, was so, it wasn't an event. I think it, it was, was an event. I'm it was the, you. I it thought was it was a sneaker bag. sneaker battle. And I actually, you if gonna, you could you're post not going to get tight. On, yeah, I remember. Oh, it was a flyer. It was a flyer. Yeah, we hold don't on. No, okay. but you told me. You says, yo, no problem. And 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 then I sent it. And then you're like, yeah, yeah, we, no don't, we don't post flyers. All true though, but, but yeah. But you were you were tight. And then yeah. Well, you know why. Because I was just uh, uh, getting into that relationship, and getting, and then my now? brother-in-law, I told them, huh? And it's good. It's great. Yeah, it's now. good now. Yeah, but I told my brother-in-law, and I oh, don't do I this make often. This I was like, yeah, that's my. You don't worry about I know. it. You know, that's tough. And, and then I had to come back. I was like, yeah, sorry. So well, we t we don't post flyers, which you know. Yeah. But, well, it was uh, just a misunderstanding because I think I definitely. told you what it was, and and yeah. you were like, yeah, don't worry about it. And then when I sent it to you, like, oh yeah, we don't post flyers. I, I thought it was a sneaker bag, dude. I really do. No, Didn't no, no. you have okay? Whatever. I did. I did mess with, with the. Uh, uh, oh, we posted that. We shot yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You took care of that. Anyway, go ahead. No, nah, there was a lot of love shown yeah, to me. Yeah, Look, no, no, I no. Go ahead though. You were saying a powerful media. I've shown company. a lot of love to Complex as well. Come on, you know? man. You're my dude. Not only just yeah, me. You're and not you. going to tell the story of how we met, where we met. Oh my God, the sneaker friends in, on the plane. In seat 17B <laughs> in, in a uh, coach, on what? On uh, the way to Atlanta, the first time I was ever in Atlanta, and you were. Joe, you were the uh, the seat next to me, the aisle next to me. Yeah, we no, had, the seat next to me, the had, aisle, and then you were you were joking with the stewardess, and all day was next to you. Oh my God, we had <sighs> that was a great trip. Yeah, great trip. Think about, That's how we met. Yeah, think about even Ronnie. Think about like where Dude, Ronnie has come. It's crazy. It's crazy. Still in this industry, it's crazy. I remember when he used. I tell this all the time. I remember when he used to be excited. He used to act like Chris Vidal. And me to come to like his uh, David Z like he was yeah. excited if Chris Vidal and Passion. me were yep. there. Yep. Now get the fuck fuck. No, you know? still no, no, I don't mean that. Of yeah, course he he's still no, yeah. no, he's still of course. There's a lot of love and and his episode. I mean, look, bro, I've said this before. His father emailed me. Did I tell you this? Yes. His well, father, that podcast was amazing. His father that emailed me and said, "Hey, amazing work." And I feel like I've done a great job with my son. And because Ronnie was super candid, you asked great questions. That was a great interview. Yeah. Great interview. Yeah, and it was rare too. Sort very of like rare. this. Yeah. You know, <laughs> very rare. Yeah, very, very rare. JLP in the building, yeah. very 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 rare. But um where were we? We were saying something. I wanted you said a powerful media company, and I interrupted you about that. No, just flyer. people get mad at you. Like, I'm sure yeah. there's people who don't fuck with you because you didn't do something for them. Yeah, Which that's is a tough. sucky thing because what did you not do? You just didn't do, do my, I was You can't doing my do job. everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, your credibility, I try to help out as much as people, but, you know, I'm not the only one who is writing or shooting sure. there. So you can't, you know, like, you try to help out as much as people, just like you, you, you try to help out as much as possible for people but you know you, you have a you have a job to do you can't sure. just because you work somewhere doesn't mean you could like 
Sure. Do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. What's next uh, for Complex? People listening, you know, what's, what's next for sneaker shopping? What's next for Complex? Sneaker shopping in, in the in sneaker shopping is premiering. I think this will run after 715 season nine. Yep. Um, we Who's have a guest? great guest, uh, Killian Mbappe. Mbappe okay. from, you know, he, the global su- super big, very soccer big superstar. Yep. It's going to be a big episode. Um, Complex can't really go into detail. We have some really cool things coming up in the fall that, that we. You mean like shows or episodes um shows and like longer form things um you know you you you'll see some um maybe like products you could physically hold and and things like that and 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 digest content that way um collaborations not collaborations but just um i mean content collaborations kind of we we have something that um that in the fall is going to be really a really cool project that we've been working on this summer. That that um, you know, when when the time is sure. right, it's to, gonna roll out. Yeah, we'll roll out and 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 I think it's going to be really impactful. Um, and you know, for us, it's just like the daily the daily thing of figuring it out and and getting new products and you know, seeing a show like Full Size Run and having that grow and and we have Hot Ones and we have Everyday Struggle and making sure that those shows are Hot Ones is a fucking phenomenon. Cold. Come on, it's the number how one show on ones, the internet. It's the number one show on the internet. Bro, Hot Ones, Hot Ones is is, is on. crazy. I mean, it was on shouts Jimmy Fallon. Them. Dude, shouts to them. Shouts to Sean Evans. Sarah Sean Honda, Evans is uh, Chris Schoenberger. It's yeah. an amazing show. It's an amazing show. It's the number one show on the internet. Yeah, and it's crazy because I remember when it just started. Yeah, it was kind of like sneaker shopping. Yeah, meaning like, yeah, you didn't know it was cool, and that's how anything. And come on, so props to them. It's amazing, Joe. Listen, uh, we're winding this episode down, man. You're almost done here. Is it? It's only an hour and twenty-two minutes. Yeah, that's a long time. Is it? Long time. Yeah. What do they usually run? Eh, It depends. If it's a good guest, it's an hour and thirty minutes. So you're approaching. Uh, um, Yeah, I would say I'm middle of the line. Unless you want a big timey. Sometimes I had people say, "Yeah, I got forty-nine minutes." Like, all right, man. No, we don't do that. You know, some people do an hour. I've known you. How long have I known you? I don't know, man. It's years. It's years already. But it's. But but I listen. First of all, I'm proud to see, uh, uh, you know, what you have been able to do. Like I mean, that, you, you know, it's uh, it's not about only sneaker shopping. It's just about being able to navigate in the in, in the industry, being able to, uh, uh, you know, put your finger on some. You know, like, here's my, my my approach of what you have done. You just never stopped, and then you found something. You know what I mean? Thanks, that, man. that you were able to do. So I'm proud to see that, man. That's why I've always wanted to even have you on here or or, or do it. And I've always shown love to uh, yeah, complex. always. You know, so so. Sneaker shopping, Mondays, season nine. 10 a.m. Mondays, season 10 nine. A.m. Yep. Uh, we're back July fifteenth. I think so, this will come out after, and then you know we have up until December to fill with guests. So we're right back at it. You know, the last thing uh, I want to say too is I remember uh, and shouts to Matt Wealth. I can't believe we got so many mentions on this fucking episode already. Uh, we actually got a shout out on Maya too. Amaya, he's learning course. how to dress. Uh, he's, he's learning not, down. not to he's wear belt 30, bottoms. He's, 30, he's down 30, 30 pounds. Well, it's all in his head. He got a thirty pound head. You know, he, he can't wear fitted. His head is too big. <laughs> Size eight doesn't fit him. Nah, he's a good. He's my a, guy. I love that. He's a, he's he a great I guy. You know, uh, I was I was bringing him up for a re- oh the chicken Matt Wealthy parm. said something the chicken parm at friendlies Amaya oh my God, said get the fuck out of here I'm gonna kill him he said oh, oh the chicken parm is pretty good at friendlies yeah, he's, said, he's gonna be an Olive Garden next what did Wealthy say Wealthy said that it's that it's that people think it's it's easy to become a sneaker influencer uh, uh, you know but sorry it's, it doesn't work like that Ugh. and when he said that I didn't even Ugh. go into it I was about to say and 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 we'll we'll end the episode on on, on this conversation. 
It's actually, to me, it's easier now than it ever was. Yeah. When we, you know, here's the thing I, and you can't control it. Here's the thing I miss about sneakers, right? Back then, when if I see Joe LaPuma walk by mm-hmm. and he's wearing something, I'm like, okay, I see yeah. you, Joe. I yeah, see yeah, you. Yeah. Or, 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 okay, nice kicks. Not saying that doesn't happen anymore, but now you don't know who. They have a rent the program. He could be renting these easies. He walks by and you're like, yo, my man, you're crushing it. And he's renting the outfit. Think about it. Does that really happen? Yeah, they have a rent program. Yeah, they have the, you could rent, you could you could finance, you could you could buy. Think about it. Like, I get that. I come at it a little different. Okay. And I even come at it. I've like in the past, and and this is like like fake sneakers. I come at it different in terms of if that is making that guy's day. Granted, if he's using it, if he's renting the outfit and then trying to be a quote-unquote influencer, that feels a little dirty. If he's doing something that maybe can't afford to wear them consistently. I respect that. SpongeBob 11s, I get it. Dude, I saw in Penn Station when I was younger, I saw a family that clearly had fake sneakers. And the and the parents, it was at Penn Station. It was actually at the, it was at, um, you know, the Taco Bell Pizza Hut yep, thing that yep. they used to have? I remember yep. I was like eating, I was hungry I, I and I... And I was like, oh, I'm going to get Taco Bell. And I was sitting down, and I remember, I literally remember the parents taking the shoes out of the box, giving it to the kids. They were definitely fake. You could tell because this, sure. you, and the box is and the box is all messed up. And the kids, um, kids' eyes lit up. Now, you know, the argument is, well, just save up for the real ones. I come at it like if if. It makes you feel good. The, the whole sneaker sure. culture and is is built on if you're in an airport and like you said, someone's like, "Oh, those are dope." Oh, you're wearing um, two different color Adidas. I like that. Yeah. That's dope. That makes no matter what age you are, that makes you feel sure, good. Sure, sure. There's people. There's I know f- close friends of mine who um, know what I do and and they're like, oh, "What's up with all these sneakers?" I was like, hey, "You know, it's my thing." And then they're like, "Hey, I, I saw these sneakers. I'm thinking about buying them." I'm like, "Yes, you should definitely buy them." And then. They get them and they get five compliments on them. And it's like, these are grown men, 36, 37 years old. And they're like, dude, I got like five compliments. I was like, yeah, that's that's the thing that hooks you. So I come at it from a different point. If it makes you feel good, I don't really judge you. If you're going to claim that you're like the biggest quote unquote influencer and and it's rented, first of all, I didn't know even people were doing that. And, And two, that's... That's weird. Well, it's also, you're right, and, 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 and I like your take on that, but also think about it this way. Think about it where it's we come to where people believe what an outfit is, like meaning like we could take like somebody right now, bring them to fly club or stadium goods, mm-hmm. you know, uh, get a pair of Yeezys, get a pair of fucking uh, Balmain jeans, a shirt. Yeah. How the fuck would you or me know that this kid just did that? We wouldn't. Back then, I just felt, and again, I'm not trying to be this old, like, yeah. because because I adapt. I, I always, I, I swear to God, I scour the internet yeah. to give compliments to mm-hmm. my younger kids. Mm-hmm. I, I do, because I, I want them to mm-hmm. get like I don't. I never want to be like I hate those salty old guys. But back then, at least I do appreciate where we were able to. I just felt like it was a little bit more. Yeah, I'm lucky because I had like Clark Kent and you and old school guys yeah. and Breon. I had like the old school, and now I'm really in tune with the kids. Yeah, yeah. So I had like. You know, and I, and I still think that my job, and again, it's not directly related this, to this question, but, like, my job is to make Clark and you guys and that crew proud. Sure. And 
make, you have? make the younger kids. Listen, don't read the fucking comments, Joe. That's all I know. Are yeah. you reading the YouTube comments? Sometimes. I, I read for the first hour. You know what they're really good for? If you made a mistake, they'll call you right out. Yeah, and yeah, and, and yeah. a lot of times, so. Yeah, but I mean, there's a lot of bad things I'm sure I said about you. Your hands been, moving over. Yo, oh, did yeah. they make a parody? Uh, yeah, they did. Video go like I'm not apologizing for my hands. This is how we talk, dude. This is how we talk. Sometimes they say I have fake sneakers. Dude, my hands, the way I move my hands, come on. What's the worst thing I said about you on fucking... Uh, they say you got a big nose. No, but, I, but you know, we got no personality. <laughs> He's horrible. Uh, <laughs> the worst thing, I don't know. My mom reads the comments, unfortunately. Oh, my God. But, Poor mom. But they've been... They've been They've been a lot nicer. Yeah. YouTube is a, the comments are cesspool sometimes. Oh but, my god! Uh, you know, gotta have thick skin, man. Listen, we kind of like went over this. We'll, we'll, we'll close out on this. We kind of went a little bit over this, but uh, a lot of kids, you know, admire you. Um, you know, your journey, like I said before, being somebody who was hanging up complex fucking mm -hmm. uh, magazines on his wall to where you are today. If you got somebody, you know, listening, a young kid, mm -hmm. uh, you know, not really understanding where he wants to go, maybe he just finished college, mm -hmm. maybe he don't know what he wants to do, what's some advice you would give him? A couple things. One, pay it forward. Yep. If you know what you want to do and the circumstances aren't ideal, but you are doing what you want to do, pay it forward as much as possible. Two, you know, you don't want to be 40s not knowing what you're doing, but... Don't rush. I was one of the latest bloomers in terms of a career for all my friends that I grew up with. But this is what I wanted to do, and I stuck with it. And I felt like I caught up, even though they may have had a job right out of college and I didn't. I feel like I, I um, made up the ground. And I always paid it forward with the people I worked with, and I think they respected that. And then for my own my own career, there's also some sort of humbleness that you keep if you've paid it forward, like the internship and, and working for free and things like that. And then just, you know, the other one on the other side, besides the pay it forward and the um, don't rush it cliche, you got to be relentless about it. Yeah. You got, if you love this, you got to be relentless. Sure. I'm relentless about it. You know, I make still make sacrifices to sure. with travel and sure. things like that. I love this. And, and you know, you're going to have to, like, really ask me to leave for me to um, give this up. Yeah. So. Internets, uh, my friend, um, somebody who fucking became an intern all the way to the SVP of content strategy for Complex, the one and only Joe LaPuma. Thank you, brother. Internets, go check out Sneaker Shopping. Stop fucking around. Appreciate it. Thank Cheer. you. Internets, if you enjoyed that episode, then hit me up. That's right. Email me at thepremiumpeatshow at gmail.com. Again, that's thepremiumpeatshow at gmail.com. If you're an advertiser, any big company, small company, startup, whatever it is, you want to advertise on the Premium Peep Show, hit me up. Email thepremiumpeepshow at gmail.com, and we'll, we'll get to working, okay? And if you have a suggestion or you want to hear a certain guest on the show, whatever it is, okay? You know, you could at Premium Pete, at Premium Peep Show on Twitter or Instagram, or for the last time I'll tell you, well, I'm not gonna, it's not the last time, email me. The Premium Pete Show at gmail.com. And let's get to working. Cheers.